0: I'd like to give a quick shout out to Paul um, because he helped me on this production level on this podcast. He wasn't around while I did it, but he gave me some tips for future editing of podcasts. And, and I think, I think it, it, it was more valuable than anything I've ever received. So shout out to Paul, Paul, the simple, everybody. How you guys doing? I, I know I just jumped in real quick. <laughs> How you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing great. Um, it's been two weeks. It feels like the, the the these 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 empty spans in between have been getting longer, but they haven't. I hope you guys have been good. December has been fun. The last podcast podcast dropped on, on my birthday. I'm 26 now. I'm chilling and my birthday weekend was fantastic it was a good weekend and then this whole week uh yeah the whole week after that birth that weekend has been just a like a great weekend i i feel alive again guys it's it's nice i missed it in the past couple months i've been feeling sort of dead or at least two months nobody knows because it's not like i broadcast these things or anything like that nobody needs to know (laughs) what needs to know is that i'm out of the storm and i'm chilling it's pretty great i hope uh november's been treating you nice as well um yeah 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 to those who have gotten the link um from the email thank you thank you for subscribing to the email list um, I hope you guys enjoy those, like, uh, the music I've selected to share new releases from the friends, homies, acquaintances, people, I think that need some spotlight. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that as well. Um, and for those who are curious and want to actually see the curated list, which is a small list. Don't even, don't get all, no, I'm not, I'm not going to high over hype this in any way. If you want to be involved, uh, let me know. Just, and not even let me know. Just go to my website, the bottom. Just submit your, just submit your email, real quick. You'll be added, real quick. And then every every episode, you'll get a, you'll get a notification. You get an email in your mailbox telling you this new episode. Here's some new music that's happened. Blah 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 stuff like that. You know, it'd be great. It'd be great. Also, you get like sneak peeks when I decide to actually pre-release podcasts when they're done on time. This one wasn't so. My fault, I just, I was slacking. Whatever, (laughs) whatever, Uh, yeah, I'm here, I'm on time, either way, so it's all all good. (laughs) Uh, Again, thank you, if you subscribed, Uh, in general, if you're subscribed, if you're subscribed to the mailing list, thank you on top, on top. Um, Yeah, guys, on this episode, I had Heidi, Heidi uh, hosts her own podcast called Halfway Hustlin'. Uh, on SoundCloud. It's real cool. I find it super entertaining, personally. She's a talker. (laughs) And I mean that in the best way. Uh, She goes off uh, for like 30 minutes. This is her podcast. Um, and, And so, you know, so I had her on mine. And she went off for about an hour while I assisted with some questions. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. We, um, it was pure conversation. We talked about shit. Uh, we talked about shit, <laughs> not shit. Um, we talked about some of the topics of our last podcast. Um, we touched on the podcast itself, where it came from, why, you know, her journey as I do. Uh, yeah, guys, hope you enjoy. But before I let you go, before I let you go, some quick announcements. Very quickly. There are a couple things happening in the next two weeks. A little over two weeks. But um, first thing, Cloud Tectonics, it's a play. If you haven't che- if you haven't seen it or seen it around in your on like social medias, you should go watch it. I thought it was fantastic personally. It's uh, at the scoundrel and scamp. It's like at the historic Y. Every weekend. It's great. It's worth your time. Trust me. Um, another thing that's happening, I believe this is what it's called. It's essentially a rave. I believe it's called Club Erotica. Um, December seventh, doors at six thirty. I know Ray and Spiritual are performing. Some other people are performing. Uh, to get the location, because this is a uh, is very exclusive. Uh, contact Pondi on Instagram p o n d i if you are interested. It it looks like a lot of fun. I wish I could go. But I have plans, so I won't be able to go. On a little further note, keep a lookout for December 14th. A lot of things happening. The Sagittarius reading, uh, open mic, poems, share if you would like, come by if you're interested. Um, That one, this one's going to be at a, a special location. So also DM the reading series on Instagram to find out where it's at. And also the same day. This is perfect, right? So you can go get some poems in. Enjoy some 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 community. And right after that, go to Hotel Congress, the KXCI studio right there. And it's the Sonora Room finale, hosted by KP. Shout-outs to KP. All right, guys? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. And now, I'm going to play you out with... Cutting Grass Demo. I'm sorry. Cut Grass Demo. I apologize. That's a QB. beat. It's a QB. beat. I hope you guys enjoy, guys. <laughs> I'm stumbling. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to go. Peace. I hope you enjoy. <laughs>
1: like usually I would close and just have like the tallies like with me so I would have to like do everything you got some
0: stamina dog was, I would have shot myself
1: yeah <laughs> I almost did I used to work at Chase on the east side and then they transferred me to South 6th and 29th and I worked at there for two years and then um, and I was like I can't do it anymore three oh like god. four years was approaching being with the bank and I was like I don't want to do this anymore oh
0: my god no I wouldn't want to do it either my goodness all right so like um this is your mic keep it like like a fist away that's perfect perfect um um yeah 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 cool uh and and we begin hi heidi awesome hello thank you for being here
1: yeah of course it's a lot of fun
0: your day's been here your day's been good i'd like to start off simply with one question fire off when you can or however you want to answer it but basically is um uh what is your first memory
1: My first memory?
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know if I would say it's like my first memory. Like
0: how big your eyes got with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say if it's like my first memory, but when you said that, I thought of something really, really funny. Shoot. Um, And I think it's because at this point, it was kind of like a big change in my life. So I remember... We... My parents had just bought the house next door to my grandparents' house. Uh-huh. And they were in the process of, like, you know, getting it ready to, like, move in and stuff. Yeah. And after school, um... So, my grandparents and my parents live like off 12th in Valencia. So, I went to like Mission Manor, which is right there. Okay. And I was a really destructive kid and like really like, I don't want to say dirty, but I would like roll around in the dirt a lot and like just, I was always outside and like just, yeah, just, you know, doing (laughs) stuff like that. So, at the beginning of the school year, my mom had like a rule for me. She's like, every day when you come home from school, change out of your school clothes because, you know, I would put holes in my pants just from like falling and like, you know, it was just like always like falling from trees, the walls and stuff like that. You
0: were living life.
1: Yeah. You
0: sound like an uncontrollable (laughs) child.
1: I really was. It was horrible. Nobody would my mom would ask for a babysitter and they would all be like yes we'll babysit your older daughter one night (laughs) no the older daughter not me they're like we'll know about her but we'll take the older one
0: (laughs) (laughs) so So then so you have a sister then
1: yeah i have several
0: oh bad but back to like
1: the first memory thing so um i had extra clothes at my nana's house yeah um so i can like change into after school and i remember i was really really mad at my older sister so i refused to change so i sat in our front yard which obviously was empty because we hadn't fully like moved in yet yeah and i remember my mom pulling into my grandma's yard and like looking over the fence this is before they had a brick wall uh-huh. she's like Hi there, why are you still in your school clothes and i literally just remember looking up from sitting like in the driveway and saying Cause I'm mad at Jasmine. <laughs> 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 so it's like one of like the first like I memories that. I have. Like I was like six like really in first etched. grade or something. Yeah. Cause I was like, I didn't change cause I was mad at someone. So I'm not going to do it.
0: Why Why were you mad? And why? how is that connected to you not changing?
1: I have no idea. Even like my, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for my older sister. She used to, um, she's two years older than me. So I was like in first grade and she was like in third uh-huh. and we would walk home together. And like, I used to hate walking even, and it was like, three streets down from the elementary school so I would want to take a break every few houses and I would just sit on the floor and she'd be like come on let's go and I'm oh like not yet I need a break oh my god so it's probably something with her not wanting to take a break I would
0: beat walking. you <laughs> Even my little sister, I was like, dude, I'm going to leave you here. Yeah,
1: like, she would pretend to leave me, and I would get, like, really scared, and then I would go and tell my mom, she left me. (laughs) I know, I'm very dramatic, but (laughs) what can you say?
0: I feel that. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was great. Strongest memories I still have. That's fantastic. (laughs) So... Before we even started, you mentioned that you were a banker. Yeah, I'm assuming. So, in your process of being a banker, did that have anything to do with you starting a podcast?
1: Yeah. Um. As, so. Was
0: it like your like ray of hope? Or <laughs> like, was something? It your right? escape? So
1: basically, what happened was. Um, it was really cool. And I used to work at the bank on the east side. Uh-huh. Um, my co-worker had just bought, he does photography on the side, like really, really great stuff. Cool. When the eclipse came last year or oh, two years ago, yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually printed out a few pictures that he took for me. I still have them. Oh, Super nice. pretty. Full moons. He like goes out there, takes good pictures and all that Shout good out. stuff. So So, um, and at the time I would use my best friend's camera for everything. Um, yeah. I would use it literally for everything. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, I just bought a camera. Um... I do you want my old one? I'll like sell it to you. He's like oh, you can have like the nice. kit lens and like this 16 gigabyte memory card. And I was like sure. Steal. How much? And he's like I don't know like 75 bucks. And I was like what? Oh, that's a and steal. It's, yeah, I was like <laughs> shoot. He even gave me a. He's like the bag says Sony and it's a Canon, but he even gave me like a bag and stuff for it, and, yeah. like a little tripod. So I was like cool. So it w- was nice because I didn't have to depend on my friend's camera anymore. So I started just yeah. like. Um, doing my own pictures and stuff nice but then this earlier this year i've always kind of listened to podcasts and stuff like that yeah um earlier this year i kind of just like asked the internet i was like hey shoot me your favorite podcast and one of my girlfriends sent me a podcast called hello dysfunction and there are these two girls from the bay they're in their like Middle to like Late 30s uh-huh. And they are The funniest girls ever One of them is um, She's a dom She's been a sex worker For over 15 years Wow Yeah and she has like The same clients For like the past like years and years and years nice and she's like really established in that
0: big pimping.
1: yeah and like they kind of just like talk about like their li- kind of like mine to be honest i'm not gonna lie my podcast is like an inspiration it's, from theirs because they like talk about like you know shit that happens and yeah, then, like yeah. shit that happens in their life and like it's it's pretty funny yours just so. like
0: really about your perspective
1: yeah Enough and heavy that, uh, and like same thing with them like heavy. theirs is like their opinion and i've always thought that too because one podcast that i've been listening to for years uh-huh. is um bill Burr.
0: Oh, doesn't he do like yeah. a solo podcast? Yeah, like, he
1: or? does his own. So like kind of like this, he sets up like anywhere and like just like kind of records like when he's ranting. on the road and stuff. And it's really funny because he's very like, what do you know? And, like, just very like exaggerated about it, and like his yeah. opinions are always like super exaggerated. Then he ends it with, yeah. Well, I don't know, I could be wrong. So, like, <laughs> I guess I listening to both of them, I was like,
0: it's a good way to end an exclamation, <laughs>
1: yeah, right? That's like how he does all of them. So, <laughs> for like years, I've been trying to figure out like what I'm kind of good at, I guess, because yeah, yeah. Um, I love photography and i'm decent at it i love painting and i'm decent at it um, i love writing and i'm decent at it yeah so and like it's really great because i'm surrounded by a lot of really creative people mm. um, my friends have that's where we record my podcast the yeah. studios right here on pennington yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like they're all really great artists they're pennington. all like really talented in like their own niche yeah and i was like what am i good at and everyone's mm. like dude you talk a lot like and i was like you know you're right i i do talk a lot and like i keep conversations going i was like you know what so i was playing with the idea for a podcast for a really long time that's and
0: hilarious
1: then finally in like may <laughs>
0: and just throw some shade at you and you're like i like that yeah i'm gonna work on that
1: <laughs> they're like dude like you won't shut the fuck up ever and i'm like i know <laughs> so <Shut
0: up. laughs> i was
1: like you know what and i asked my friend who i've been friends with for like over 10 years he's a guy mm. omar he produces my um podcast. To omar. yeah right dude he's the greatest yeah. and i was like hey um can i pay for studio time and he's like dude i've been waiting for you to ask and i was like oh nice. my god he's like i didn't want to like push you because you talked about it a few times
0: that's funny so
1: it's been great since then we've done it weekly we still record weekly to be honest i don't put out there's like two episodes that i haven't put out um just because like i don't know why You're not feeling I'm kind up? of like waiting for them well one of them's like super good because it's just me and my close friends like just going on banter like back and forth on a bunch of stuff nice but yeah, seriously, driving at the bank was or working at the bank was driving me crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was like, what? Like
0: <laughs> trying to find something. Yeah, safe. I was
1: like, I need to find something to do, like, cause my little projects aren't enough to keep me like safe. motivated through those nine-hour like work days at the bank. Yeah. So for when we first oh, that started, I,
0: so draining, dude. It is
1: so draining. You have no idea. Like, <laughs> have you seen the movie? Um, sorry to bother you. Yes. So, you know, in the beginning where he's like, my customer service voice, like that is, that was me for like nine hours of the day. And it was, I would get home just so Uh, brain dead. And to be honest, um, one night we finished um, the second podcast episode. Uh And I was like, it's 1 a.m. and shit, I have to be at work the next morning. I was like, you know, this nine to five is not going to help me like figure figure out what I'm going to do, like, creatively, like, with my life. Respect. Good for you. Yeah, so I pretty much... To be honest, I cashed out my pension and my 401k and I kicked it for three months.
0: Wow. <laughs> it was so great. That's wild. Like, the That's bank
1: was still paying me through September and I quit in like June. So it was really ah, great. Damn,
0: that sounds like a great vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it honestly was really awesome. Um, it, it,
0: it, was it in that time that you, start, you started the podcast? When did you start the podcast? I
1: started the podcast in May and then in I May. quit the bank in June. In June. So, like, the last week of May, I put out it's my the first KY episode. Drag. And then, mm-hmm. like, the second or first week of June, I quit.
0: Nice. I was like, we'll, we'll make this long. work. <laughs> Didn't take too long, did it? No. That's wild. What did you do during, like, besides your podcast and stuff? Did you, like, did you so dive into other projects or, or something like that? Or kind
1: of. Did you just um, enjoy yourself? I did. I. So I started going to a lot of, like, small towns around Tucson and oh, around Arizona. Okay. So I spent. I went to Casa Grande a bunch. Cool. <laughs> um, like tombstone benson yeah, yeah. like saint david area i drove through there a lot and like wow. kind of just spent like days there and took pictures there and stuff like that how was that it was fun um small towns are really trippy like i saw the world i don't know if it's the worlds but i'm gonna call it that the world's smallest food city it's in downtown castle and it is like why so is it
0: the smallest food it is city? so small is it
1: it is literally so small it's like this place is bigger than the food city are
0: you fucking kidding no me?
1: and it is so We're awesome. are cartel
0: so that you know the size comparison what
1: yeah okay i'm lying it might be this exact size are you, either way yeah but this but it, and it was a full food city so you walk in and there's a the produce they had the bakery they had the meat market the fish thing all the all in they this even size? had like all the vidkins and the Sanjuras, like what? everything it was literally a food city if you grabbed it from the corner and just like shrunk it down and kept everything
0: what the fu-
1: very clean um it looked like you walked in there and you're like wow i'm, I'm in the 80s this what is like stranger things like amazing. type thing
0: <laughs> so that was
1: really shout
0: out to that discovery right I respect that i, I want to go see this now
1: you <laughs> know what and i do recommend going and then chilling in casa Grande for like the evening because uh-huh. i didn't get to stay till like the evening but they have a neon light park
0: and neon it's free light park. a neon
1: light park so basically it's like they have in a really old like dairy queen sign from like the 80s mm. so casa Grande, um used to have a lot of like motels and stuff like that they have yeah. a lot of the original like neon lightings and it's just like a park with the original neon lightings from mm. places that were like in downtown casa Grande. wild yeah it was really cool
0: that's that sounds like fun that sounds like an interesting experience to have
1: yeah, and like what? Tombstone, I go there at least like once or twice a year. So I went there again this summer, and um, that was a lot of fun.
0: Why is why did the Tombstone continue it?
1: Just to be honest, I kind of like it. It's like really, um, I like going places that make me feel weird. <laughs> so like though there's definitely weird vibes in like Tombstone. Well, I
0: hear, I hear. The
1: old high schools like. So the last time I went, their old mean, high school is still like up and functioning.
0: When you say weird, do you mean creepy or like do you mean like just strange?
1: No, like strange. Like it's just like small towns are so strange.
0: Okay, I feel that. Yeah, I remember. I went to. I went to. I lived in Thatcher for like six months. Oh, okay. Shit, <laughs> small. Yeah, population was like, like Mormons majority of mormons it was a weird experience this oh, wow, is the yeah. oddest experience i've ever had and i lived there for six months just because i was going to school there it's a weird time what
1: school is in Thatcher? it's
0: like eac it's like a, a, a like a community college that has dorms
1: oh okay cool. yeah
0: so i was like oh cool it's a community college that i can like go live at bet let's move the fuck let's out let's do this <laughs> so i went and did that for like six months failed out because nobody's watching over me
1: Oh my god! But
0: you know that's life at the beginning yeah. of, of a dollhead, I guess.
1: <laughs> and like, it's funny because a lot of people love to say Tucson's so small, but Tucson's actually a big city. No,
0: Tucson. Tucson's pretty nice. Yeah, it's a Tucson's pretty big city. Perfect.
1: I lived in um, Salem, Massachusetts for a while.
0: Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. Shout out.
1: It's kind of like a small town, but it's like a small, like, super touristy town. But living there uh, for a while, going like to the same coffee shops and stuff like that, mm. you just see the same people. Yeah, you and would, then huh? Every so often, you'll see like obviously all the tourists and stuff like that but why but salem how how long did you live there for um i lived in massachusetts for exactly a year
0: how why
1: funny story actually um if you're
0: willing to tell yeah
1: it's been a long time (laughs) i'm just kidding respect Um, (laughs) so i had just graduated high school and i was like
0: you went to massachusetts right after high
1: school yeah shout out so it was crazy crazy story so i had just graduated high school and um A guy from Massachusetts came to visit Tucson for some event um, with some other thing going on in Tucson. And I had met him at the event. And, yeah, we kind of kicked it off, and it was really cool. And we stayed in contact because he was like, I think I'm going to move out to Tucson. And turns out he moved out to Tucson, and we stayed in contact. We started dating. And then he had to move back to Massachusetts. And he's like, hey, you want to come? And I was like, fuck it. I'm not doing anything here. (laughs) Well, I was. I was going to school for... um, like business and i was like yeah Uh that's not it so (laughs) i dropped out from that yeah yeah. i did pick up school back in massachusetts um to be a teacher
0: oh yeah yeah did you finish
1: almost um i so (laughs) i dropped out when i started at the bank again just because i was like
0: can i get some banking's
1: making more money than teaching is in arizona as it does
0: as it does although you know something that i found out recently i have a cousin he's an art teacher but he works for the sunnyside district he's getting paid like like m- way more than minimum i believe close to like 18 something like 18 an hour full benefits paid vacation nice like that shit sounds great as an art teacher
1: as an art teacher heck yeah because like amazing. that's pretty much what i was doing at the bank just not teaching art just <laughs> dealing with like so much stress it was horrible
0: Dog. yeah so like
1: but i'm back in school shit
0: made me consider it
1: yeah, I'm back in school for teaching. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm taking one class. What do you think so.
0: what do you think you would teach like age age wise?
1: Oh, I'm already um so basically I'm like a semester away from like transferring to like the university oh, um, wow. for elementary education.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Wow yeah damn you think you can handle little kids
1: so i'm terrified I've actually, of little kids i'm so as, terrified of them. as a group
0: them. i'm terrified of them they're individually terrifying. i can fuck with them like all day but like
1: as a group they're like mm. oh my god i just think of myself at that age and i'm the like gremlins. oh geez
0: gremlins all of them
1: all of them huh. but i really like fourth grade and um third grade wow anything like younger than third grade just it's no. too much too much even third's too a little much. young so i kind of leaning more towards like fourth fifth
0: it's just so but weird they're just so weird. They I ha- are. Having nephews and stuff, they're just so strange.
1: Yeah, like, I <laughs> have so um, I have nephews from 11 down to 4. Wild. So, I've kind of seen aunt, how they are, and I'm like, you know
0: what? Aren't the generations, like, aren't the little kids, like, wild, like, energy? Like, I just don't understand <laughs> why they see the world. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so perplexing It's to so me.
1: interesting, and, like, it's funny. My family always jokes, because they're like, what? my niece, Sophia, she's in kindergarten, and they're yeah. like... Gosh, doesn't Sofia just like... Because I guess she like annoys like some of my other cousins and like <laughs> stuff. But she annoys them and like she does like actual things to like annoy them. They're like, why doesn't Sofia like ever try to annoy you? And then my cousin who's her mom, she's like, oh, because they're the same like mental like <laughs> capacity. She's like, that's why they get along and she doesn't bother her. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, great. Just that's why I should shade. teach kids. I'm, I'm on the same level <laughs> as can, them.
0: I can interact with them. I get it. I know where they're at. I
1: haven't grown up either. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> respect.
0: <laughs> I feel that. I feel that heavily. That that that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: That that's cool. What what a whole trip. Wow. You have you have like wild like decision making that you've made throughout your life. Respect you know what's on that. Really
1: funny to say about decision making. <laughs> um, so we had a Halloween staff party. Uh huh. And it was super cool because I've never like it's. I love where I work now because um, I get along with all my coworkers just so well, and we all get mm. along just so well. So we threw a Halloween party. Well, mm. one of my coworkers threw a Halloween party for all of us to go, mm. and one of my coworkers is has been practicing reading tarots for the past few years.
0: Like, tarot like the tarot, tarot cards? cards. Oh, bad, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. So I
1: was like, you know, when I lived in Massachusetts, there is this one witch who um, I would walk past her every day to go get my coffee, mm-hmm. and every day she'd be like, "Come on, sweetie, let me read your cards today." She it even got to the point where she's like, "I'm not going to charge you." Nice. And I was like, you know, I'm okay. I, I just would rather not. So when why I get why she so
0: interested in reading your cards? Yeah,
1: right. That's I was like, oh, well, another story really quickly about card readings.
0: I like how you speak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when I was. Um, <coughs> A senior in high school i think i'm not even sure uh-huh. my sister took me with her to go get her cards read and the lady was like i don't know she was just bullshitting or like what but she was like your energy is too much i can't read her cards like with you in the room and i was like this is all made up and then sure enough i moved to massachusetts and then this lady's trying to read my cards like and i go to this party and like there's someone reading energy, cards
0: dog you got energy
1: so i was like you know what fuck it at the halloween party she's i was like i've never had my cards read let's so the, do it the
0: halloween party is the first time you had your, yeah. your cards read what happened what came out
1: i make quick snappy decisions <laughs> she's like your past shows a lot of really quick snappy decisions that you weren't sure were gonna work in the long run but you did them anyway and i was like oh my gosh that's so true it's everything it's i did was just so quick and like snappy. pretty
0: intense yeah do you like that
1: you know yeah i
0: feel like you do i do <laughs> i think you get a kick off of it you know you? what's
1: really funny <laughs> um i have this joke going on with like um uh, my best friend um, yeah because so when i moved from massachusetts um uh-huh. i just decided i was like you know what like i miss arizona i can't be without the sun it rains 360 days out of the year there oh really not really, but it rains most of the year more, there. More yeah. than usual. Like, when I moved back, I was, like, more pale because I just never got more sun. I just uh, didn't get sunlight. I feel that. And it was very depressing, honestly. It sucks. So, um, one of the last things a guy I was dating over there told me, he mm. was like, Heidi, like, your life isn't like the movies you read or the TV shows or the books you read, the movies you watch or the TV shows you love. He's mm-hmm. like, this is real life. This is it. And I was like, no, this isn't it. No. So we always joke that I've kind of lived my whole life trying to prove that wrong. I'm like, no, my life can't be a bad TV show. Contrarian. <laughs> so I think <laughs> that plays contrarian. a lot into um, my quick, like, snappy decisions, I guess.
0: It's funny. This is, like, a personal question. You don't have to answer it. But I'm assuming you're an Aquarius.
1: Oh, my gosh, no. You're I'm not. a Pisces.
0: You're a Pisces? Yeah. Holy fuck, dog. Which is
1: so crazy because, like, Pisces are, like, supposedly, like
0: you got something else going on in your chart then
1: i have no idea um um, i heard they were like calm and stuff you're intense (laughs) right are these uh, like water signs like i don't know for
0: pisces you're intense dog i know
1: that's why i'm like i don't know if i fit into like the pisces role and i'm like smack pisces like wait no
0: Um, aquarius
1: is after pisces right
0: no aquarius is before
1: oh okay never mind because i think i'm like it's march 19th and march i think 19. march 20th starts aries
0: yeah yeah you're okay you're really close
1: yeah so i can see that whatever i don't really know too much about that stuff Respect. my coworkers do they tell me about it all the time I feel and i'm that. like okay
0: yeah, yeah. no you, you don't seem someone who's like interested at all you're just like all right whatever i'm um, gonna do go do this now
1: yeah that's literally yes. me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel that that's, that's awesome so then i'm assuming that you don't even structure your podcast in any type of way or do you
1: yes and no so She pulled out her phone uh, <laughs> She's
0: going through it now
1: Let me go through my notes really quick <laughs> Oh, actually, let me read you this really funny note That I just pulled up Have you seen the movie Rosemary's Baby?
0: Uh, no, I have not, actually Well, sorry. spoiler
1: <laughs> alert um, This is just a note that I have from years ago uh-huh. It says, Rosemary's Baby teaches young ladies not to trust men <laughs> Not even your husband Because at the end of the day, they'll put you through hell to get what you want so basically, put you
0: through hell to get what you what want. want, what they want, what okay. they want. Okay, not, so not, not what the lady wants, not what the
1: lady wants, what okay. the man wants. So in Rosemary's Baby, um, interesting, this up and coming actor marries his young girlfriend, uh-huh. and um, they meet a really weird eccentric couple who lives down the hall from like their new apartment. Mm-hmm. Which turns out the people who live down the hall are, um, they're like Satanists so they're like you're trying to be an actor right and they're like yeah so basically he makes a deal with the devil let's and make gives, a deal dog yeah so he gets his all he has to do is get his girl his wife pregnant
0: oh to make the kid the, yeah the, the so anti-Christ.
1: then christ yep as the, mm-hmm. as
0: the story usually goes
1: yep wow so you can't, and everything that he did supposedly was like for them but then you don't find out till the end that like the pregnancy and all of that it's is it's not for
0: them the fuck that was, was for him th-
1: yeah exactly that was for him Dog. it was for his gain like no matter how much he loved her he still wanted to be an actor so he was willing to sell their first son Dog. to the devil for that and didn't even tell his wife why
0: would you so, tell So like your the wife whole movie you're just you following
1: rosemary and you wouldn't pregnancy. tell your wife
0: that that's something you tell your wife that <laughs> definitely not. clearly in denial <laughs>
1: but basically things yeah, like yeah, yeah. that when i see quotes like that or different things like that yeah, i kind of yeah. just face whatever i want to talk off like that week
0: Wild um, Seriously So you just jump off of Like quotes Or a note you see Yeah or articles
1: like, I read this Like is what we're At gonna first they were Kind of structured Like here are some notes From like
0: One of the old episodes
1: Yeah this is um, About a man in the UK Who got um, Sentenced for attempted murder Whoa Yeah so that was pretty intense um, And then Just like Fun facts about LeBron James I don't know <laughs>
0: That's wild but
1: Yeah my podcast Is kind of like I Sometimes feel that. when I try to go off my nose, you know funny I it's end up like just
0: you sound you s- like like hearing your podcast, it sounds like you you have a plan it sounds like it but uh, thank you <laughs> it, but like the feeling of it seems off the cuff so I'm assuming it's more off the cuff
1: more off the cuff like I start with the plan like this last week's episode we talked about cheating yes and all I told my friend was we're gonna talk about cheating and he's like oh god and I'm like yep that's what it is yeah, that's
0: how your so foamy felt
1: <laughs> yeah cause he didn't know until like, right before oh, we shit. started
0: yeah. <laughs> alright I guess I'm, I'm here with Heidi <laughs> it's like you trapped him <laughs> I do
1: I trap my friends into like joining with me it's really uh, funny they I act they like to act reluctant but then once we get going they like love it yeah
0: they so. like then like the get loose and everything yeah it's that reluctance though that, that, i guess it's like part part of the course yeah that's wild what made you talk about cheating out of out of nowhere though
1: um so because
0: you like did what three series on yeah so i like did three episodes so on on?
1: the yeah, yeah yeah and i'll tell you what started it because um i know it's my podcast and i should probably know but let me just
0: no no you well, shouldn't Dad, give me a it's speaker. okay like somebody can be like what happened on that podcast i'll be like dog no
1: listen i
0: don't know dog i was there for it yeah. but at this point i don't remember
1: you know sometimes i re-listen to it well i re-listen to it um once it uploads to make sure like it sounds fine and yeah
0: 100 percent. and
1: i'm like wow That's i it. forgot i said that
0: i feel that 100 i i don't even know uh, what kind of things i have said on the podcast I've done too many. Right? To even <laughs> wonder. The lucky thing is, I'm usually the host, so I'll let other people ramble, and yeah, then that's I just like, like capture it, and then I walk off and be like, great, this is my content.
1: Like, this uh, is me. Because I
0: guess this works in that kind of way. My but job's then, done. <laughs> yeah, no, entirely. Sometimes yeah. that happens, and other times I'm like also there with the person talking and everything. Okay. It usually depends. Well, but what was it? (laughs) What started
1: it was episode fourteen was romantic fatalism. Fifteen was twenty-something and single unless, and then sixteen was don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, one I got out of like a relationship recently that unfortunately I didn't think it was as serious as the counter thought it was. So it got to like a little weird part, and every time I kind of finish with like. A person that sounds kind of bad. So how about every time, like <laughs> I'm done with your ticker.
0: Every time I throw somebody away. <laughs> In other
1: words, no. But every time I finish, like a romantic <laughs> endeavor, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a,
0: that's a good way of polishing that up. That, right. is, let's go with that. We'll
1: call it that, a romantic romantic endeavor. Yeah. When a romantic endeavor is finished, I read a book called On Love, and it's by Alain de Botton.
0: I feel like I've read... I've heard about this recently. But, okay. So
1: I talked about it on my podcast if you listen. But, that. um... Alain de Botton is a modern-day um, British philosopher.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it, you brought this up to me, actually.
1: I think I might have. The School of Life? Yes. Yes, the YouTube series on um, mm. School of Life. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, a 20-minute um, rant, or... It's not a rant, and it's not a TED Talk, but it's in between those, um, where he talks about romantic fatalism. Mm. And... Basically, I found out about him through my friend um, through the School of Life um, videos. And then we found out he made books. So we started buying his books like he made um, the Architecture of Happiness, um, Mm. Art as Therapy. um, He has like a lot of really good books and I have most of them, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. And then um, I remember in 2016, he was going to do a one day book signing in L.A. In um, Santa Monica, I believe it was. And right around there somewhere. And me and my friend were like, you know what, we should go. Like, fuck it. Like, it's a Saturday. We'll take off like early Saturday morning and just stay there Saturday night Fucking and come back Sunday. Go for it. Yeah. So we did that. And it I was like really that. cool because um, I just let my coworker borrow the book. But um, I bought On Love there. And then I bought the one that he came out with, which the second part to I haven't really read. I've only read it once. I haven't reread it. <laughs> but On Love is really good because he breaks down the typical relationship in your 20s. From the moment, and it's so cool because he numbers all his paragraphs and uses a lot of um, diagrams and stuff like that to mm-hmm. explain stuff. So he begins how um, he hopped on a plane for a business trip to go from London to Paris, or I'm sorry, from he was coming back from Paris to go home to London. Uh-huh. And he sits next to this girl named Chloe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they just started talking the whole plane ride. They ended up getting dinner. Kept talking A relationship Just followed built a
0: relationship Yeah right, So right. he breaks down The basic narrative Of a relationship Basic
1: narrative But in between the story He breaks down everything He's like Everyone thinks that Their love story is so unique Like this can only happen to me To the point where him and Chloe at one point Broke down like Look at the probability of us sitting on the same plate There was three planes that day Going from Paris to London and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So it's like it must have been fate Like we must have been meant to meet Mm -hmm. So the beginning starts of how like Everyone loves to build up the romanticness of it And and then The illusion of it it. And then you just see it start trembling And in between all of that he ties in all of his Philosophies that he does like Mm -hmm. You know, he'll throw in, like, some Plato and some Nietzsche in there and, yeah, like, yeah. you know. And basically, the book, um, she ends up cheating on him with one of his colleagues. Wow. Yeah, so they end up, um, obviously,
0: right? <laughs> but,
1: and, like, they show, like, the signs and then, like, they show, like, even the stuff that, like, how her behaviors change and stuff right. like that. So, reading that book always kind of refreshes it because um Alanda doesn't believe in romanticism. hmm so, I just finished reading the book, and that kind of kicked off the series. So, right. the first one was Romantic Fatalism.
0: Interesting. The
1: second one was based off of a conversation me and my coworkers were having about. a lot of us are kind of single basically so we're like dang what happens most of our
0: generation is yeah
1: you know like when you're talking (laughs) to someone like how awkward it is so a lot of the ones Mm. in episode 15 20 something single Mm. were just like ideas given to me from my coworkers, like the kind of shit that happens like you're talking to someone you're hooking up with them Mm. what now like who's going to be the first one to break the ice like what are we doing and I feel like a lot of times in our generation we never break the ice we just like kind of either Mm. let it fizzle out because people are scared of communication like in all reality everyone's like communication. Communicate, Everybody's communicate, so communicate, terrifying, but they're scared if they communicate that they're gonna be like, great, that person's not gonna like it anymore. You know what I mean? Wag. Which it should, which is fine. You should be scared of that because if you communicate something and that person doesn't like it, then hello. Well, that's that's, re- a, that's good thing it's for a reality you. reality check. Yeah, you know what you're getting out of this person. 100%. Versus... Um, People are
0: scared of reality, though. Yeah, exactly. They like the narrative. They like the illusion.
1: They like the romanticism of it.
0: 100%.
1: Yep. And then the cheating part of it, um, to be honest...
0: Is it connected to the romanticism? Do you feel like it?
1: Yes, I do. Because um, this is how the cheating topic came up. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened, but that week on my um, feeds everywhere there's just so much like maybe it's because it's cuffing season but there's just so much anti-cheating and then there's this post going around that was like liking someone's pictures cheating and then oh this is what happened a huge like conversation on twitter sparked about um, emotional cheating emotional cheating (laughs) and i was like that's a there's so much forms of cheating i was like oh my gosh (laughs) so i was like that's what they definitely need to talk about because like and i it all ties in because the part of romantic fatalism is When you meet your significant other yeah. You think that immediately all attraction to everyone else turns off Because that's the person that you're meant to be with That's Bullshit. the person that, Exactly Sadly. Not most people think that though Sadly so
0: This is the sad truth
1: so what ends up happening is i feel like people put themselves in a corner where they're like mm-hmm. look like you're only supposed to be attracted to me so imagine you're in the honeymoon phase with someone you're and you're like infatuated. yes like i'm attracted to you you're mm-hmm. attracted to me blah 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 and let's say like seven months down the road a, a pretty person walks by and you're like wow they're pretty like, then all mean. of a sudden you're like <laughs> wait my partner told me i can't be attracted to someone i'm attracted to someone does that mean i don't like my partner anymore you
0: know the funny thing about that is it's not even the partner it's what we were taught to be a basic structure of a relationship that tells us oh i shouldn't be attracted to this person
1: yes because i'm with someone already yeah
0: because i'm with somebody already
1: and like that's the whole thing that's like unrealistic to not feel attraction to like other people like at the end of the day we're animalistic like the only reason why we've gotten to where we are is by reproducing and like Mm -hmm. with and the way we reproduce is obviously people attraction yeah, and it's kind of unrealistic to think that because you're with someone that you enjoy that yeah, attraction yeah. to everyone else is going to shut off right. so then that brings in the like okay so I have these feelings because I have these feelings does that mean I feel less about my partner mm-hmm. no not necessarily mm, it's
0: funny but uh,
1: that's pretty much how that all kind of tied in I
0: respect the topic dog in all honesty because like it's, it's, it's something that even I've been contemplating and debating even from my, in my own head Because like, like for me, I have I've been single for a while now, but I'm like I have an open relationship, which is like the a miraculous thing that I don't even know how to explain. Open relationship is like the best thing I got for it. I love this person to death, but I barely talk to this person. We barely communicate. Every once in a while, we'll send each other a text and have a good little exchange. Other than that, I see them on occasion. Yeah, barely, and we have a nice time and that's it like it's like it's like it's i love her to death she's a great person but it's just like i don't want to talk to her
1: on a constant basis you know it's really funny (laughs) um oh my gosh because i was listening to um i was actually listening to a school of life video earlier today Uh and it's on um let me pull it up really quick because i pronounce his name um soren kakergaard
0: Soren Kierkegaard 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 The last name Sounds super familiar Yeah
1: he's like A really old philosopher Yeah but yeah, yeah Basically
0: Yeah
1: his whole thing Is like Marry and you'll regret it Don't marry And you'll also regret it So he's like No matter what you do
0: 100% like, dog that's like, that's where, that's my, that's my where, of the so demo.
1: That's from his book. It's um, It's called <laughs> Either Or. His book is called, like, Either Or. Uh-huh. And that's where he's like, uh, hang yourself and you'll regret it. Right. Don't hang yourself and you will regret it. And what sparked, wild. What sparked that book mm-hmm. was he fell in love um, with an 18 year old girl. Wild. And he, that's to him, that's the greatest love of his life. It was the perfect girl for him. He just, he was totally Totally 100% In love with her Wild But How old was he? He felt he couldn't marry her Not Beca- that much Because older, of the age? Like, yeah No 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 He felt like he couldn't marry her Why? Because he felt that If he married her Eventually over time He would lose the love That he felt for her
0: Interesting So
1: he was like You know what I'm going to decide Not to marry her hmm. So he walked away Didn't marry her She I went and that. married Someone else He spent the rest of his life Regretting not marrying her And he's like, but if I would have married her, maybe I would have regretted marrying her anyway. But
0: you don't know, dog. Like, I I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a line, there's a fine line between like, like, I'm cool with not regretting things. I, I think that's the way to go. But... Like, and I'm also, I also like agree with his statement of like one or the other, you will regret something. Okay, cool. Well, do the one you'll regret the least. At least you seem like it. The lesser it, of two. Yeah, the lesser of two. And then also, like, it's just like falls down to the fact that, like, how do you know, like, how would you even know which one you would regret less? So it That's falls down you
1: don't uh, until you already make it. Yeah. And it's then, like that whole saying. You don't know if it's a mistake until you make it.
0: 100%. Yeah. 100%. And then that's like one of the things is like I have a... I've been having more of a contention towards like old philosophers because these motherfuckers always just thought. None of them really lived.
1: Exactly. Th- like
0: This is like... That, this is a big contention for me. And, and most of like the things that we think about because most of the things that we think about come from the philosophers that all they did was think. and, and But most people... But you, you, you lose a lot of a lot of reality by not actually acting things out yep and I feel like you act out a lot and you know (laughs) way more than more philosophers dog
1: I honestly you know what's (laughs) really funny I read a lot of them like respect I'm rereading The Stranger it's a book by Albert Camus Um, it was first published in 1946 Uh Um, but basically The Stranger is about a guy who is in jail yeah and um for killing someone on accident though so the wow. whole book he kind of like is
0: S- so what is the stranger the person he killed
1: no the stranger's himself
0: oh okay it's it's I really with that.
1: good I with that. basically i would say when i went to go see de botwin in la in 2016 mm-hmm. i really dove into like philosophy um yeah Frederick Nietzsche, like I just like read Friedrich probably too much of him. N- to Nietzsche's be great. Yeah, um, yeah, I read the Beyond Good and Evil. That was really intense. It's also, um, I think it's called Antichrist,
0: or no? Antichrist. That's a
1: movie. Wild. Um, <laughs> 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 wait, that's a movie. Lars <laughs> Von But um, there's another one that's kind of like that type. Actually, I think it is called the Antichrist. It is from Frederick Nietzsche, and like it's him just like, like bashing like, like religion and like stuff like that.
0: The well, funny thing is, is he, was, he he criticized. He actually liked Christianity a lot. Yeah, and he was criticizing it because he was like, "This could be better," and he was explaining how it could be better by the criticism.
1: And a lot of people would just like wouldn't even listen to because they're like, "Oh, you're no, criticizing. You're it?
0: blasphemous." Yeah, is what their reaction was.
1: Yeah, so like it's reading such a damn all shame. of uh, it really is. But like reading all of their like thoughts and ideas and mm-hmm. stuff, I'm like. What if I do act on this? Good on you, dog. I know.
0: I know know his philosophy on passing because I haven't actually delved into it. I know enough of it just by the like things that I listen to and stuff like that. Yeah. But you actually read it.
1: Yeah. It, it's very interesting. Uh, I, I bet. Hard, It's a hard read. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's, it's really, like, That's it's actually, actually th- difficult to read. You kind of have to, like...
0: You have to stop, reread like, it stop again.
1: Like, and be like, wait a second, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> like, let me Google a few Shout words. Shout out. <laughs> let me Google these three words together. <laughs> Good on you
0: for putting that work and I, I don't have that capacity. <laughs> <all Yeah>, Honestly,
1: <laughs> I went from, like, when I first turned 21, um, I was going out a lot and, like, just all the time, like, mm. I was working full-time at a jewelry store, so... And I was the closer, so we'd get out every night like around 9.30. Mm. I wouldn't have to work till like 2 the next day, so mm. we'd go out for drinks and stuff like that. And then I went from like the far left to being like always out and about and running around. And then I did a 180 and Introvert. stayed home. And I mm. watched, because I've always watched movies, but I would say from like 2015 to all of 2016 it wasn't until like New Year's of 2017 that I feel like I actually found a balance of going out and staying in and like reading and movies and partying and friends and art and, Good for you. and stuff like that so it's taken a while because um,
0: when I was into
1: like the philosophy and stuff that yeah, yeah. was probably one of like the deepest parts of like a depression that i was in
0: as it usually is
1: yeah and like it's really <laughs> difficult because when i hear people like talk about like their depression anxiety and stuff like that usually mm-hmm. they're like oh i've been depressed since i was a teenager
0: mm-hmm. or
1: like they've dealt with this for like a lot of their time mm-hmm. i've i was i wouldn't say i was like completely happy when i look back on like all that angst was literally normal teenage angst it wasn't like anything yeah. crazy but for like depression anxiety i feel like that really didn't hit me till my 20s like my adulthood so like that's something like really i'm really new for me so it's taken me quite a bit of years to be able to balance out like not diving too much into vices like drinking every night Mm. but also not diving into the vices of staying home every day and becoming a little hermit and not doing anything or talking to people
0: right so i think i've been falling towards that one a lot more recently i don't even know what caused it
1: you know it could yeah. be like a million things but yeah. yeah at a certain point even one of my my best friend he, i have a lot to thank for him because he's the one who got me out of my shell he's like nice dude when are you gonna start acting and like we actually just had this conversation like nice a couple of days ago too because i was like you know i'm kind of in a weird situation again i was like i feel like i need to say this and he's like look heidi I feel like a lot of your life, like, you're like, I do this because of this, or I do this because of that, or I'm doing this because I don't want to, I want to spare this person's feelings. Mm. He's like, when are you going to start doing things for like your actual self? And it's hard. It's really hard because like, mm. um, I have a lot of like empathy. So like, yeah, and I don't even know if I'm using the word right right now, but
0: take a lot of other people I take, a, yeah
1: like and not only that but i take on a lot of people's emotions like that's why the bank was so hard for me because i'd be sitting down yeah. at my cubicle and someone would come in with their financial and woes
0: made me shiver
1: and i'd be like shit i can't help the way i want to and then like i would just right. like carry it. i'm like shit like here, here. That you like it's fine if i'm struggling i'm single i have three cats i mean <laughs> i'll be fine but i'm like shoot you have like three kids and like a mortgage and like shit so <laughs> I carry people's emotions like really, like I feel like what they're feeling like really heavy.
0: 100%.
1: So a lot of times I take that into consideration of like Mm. what I do. Yeah. And lately I've been trying to just do things for me, I guess. And like it's funny because. Speaking of Sunnyside District earlier <laughs> um, This book I got it when I was a senior in high school And I never returned it <laughs> It was from my, like AP English class That's And the reason why I never returned it Is because it's an anthropology on 50 essays But there's a lot of really good essays in here Like um,
0: Interesting
1: Let me go to the table of contents You know sometimes really
0: I feel like this kind of like stuff Is a waste on the youth We weren't ready to absorb shit like that
1: You know what though I wasn't I would like to say I wasn't but my Mr. Fisher, my English teacher, my AP yeah. English teacher, he made us read four things in this. And then he's like, like he, like we had to read, annotate it, and write an essay on what we read. That's cool. The ones he made us read were um, What's Wrong With Animal Rights. And this is back, um, I took senior English 2010 to What's 2011. What's Wrong With
0: Animal Rights. What a what an essay de- title. <laughs> and that's
1: about like, people pleading to become vegan. And that mm. essay was written back in like... 86 Mm. and then there's like in here there's also oh this one was really good uh, memoir of a bilingual childhood that one actually read out of high school that one was really good but while in high school he made us read one called um the ways we lie
0: the ways we lie.
1: And honestly, after reading that, that's what made me steal this book.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, let me be dishonest. And I actually just reread this. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> I reread this at work yesterday. Um, but basically it goes over the different ways we lie mm-hmm. It goes over like the white lie So first it, it defines what a lie is mm-hmm. So basically a lie is a false statement or action um, Especially made with the impo- with the intent to deceive mm. And anything that gives or is meant to give a false Im- impression wow. So the first type of lie is a white lie And one example is The man who won't lie to a woman has very little consideration for her feelings
0: Fuck like, that You
1: know the white lie is like Hey do you like my shirt? And it's like
0: yeah Let me straight up with your dog, Nah
1: <laughs> So the way she begins um, The book uh, The I'm essays by it. Stephanie Erickson Yeah And she starts by saying I tried to go A whole week without lying Hard She's like Do you know how hard that it's is It's very hard She's like I can't tell my friend I don't feel like Going to lunch with you anymore <laughs> Like Even yeah, you though we can. made this plan Two days ago
0: You really can You
1: really can But <laughs> she's like you're thinking like i don't want my friend to think i'm you're a total right. bitch right so she's like instead of like oh i'm so sorry i got tied up i can't do this so
0: a little white lie
1: yeah you know it's right. funny um it also goes on like um i, guess, I guess you gotta lie sometimes line. god damn ignoring the plain facts deflecting is a way of lying Um, what's
0: deflecting it's like omitting right
1: no omitting is actually another way of lying
0: omitting omitting i do that a lot
1: this is really funny
0: always Um,
1: (laughs) it says some of the most skilled deflectors are passive of aggressive people who when accused of inappropriate behavior refuse to respond to the accusations oh wow this you don't exist stance, like frustrates the accuser right so then the accuser who understandably screams something obscene out of frustration and then the trap is sprung because now instead of focusing on the accusation the person could They're be like,
0: like oh Yo, why'd you like yell at me for
1: yeah this is actually what she says it says the person will say who can talk to someone as unreasonable as you Uh, So that's that's deflecting
0: Wild
1: Um, Omission It says like The cruelest lies Are often told in silence So omission involves Telling most of the truth Minus one or two key facts That would really make A difference in
0: I feel that And lie And then
1: stereotypes And cliches are A form of lying And Uh, groupthink How many times Have you been like With your colleagues
0: And just go with them
1: like go with the flow Even though you totally Don't agree All the fucking time And then in and out (laughs) lies She says are probably The most harmless
0: She's Hit like, I out. saw my
1: toddler break something. And I was like, did you break the fence? And he's like, no, the murderers did. Ooh. She's like, well, how can you argue with that? <laughs> like, That's probably the most harmless. <laughs> and then dismissal. Um, dismissal is kind of, she uses this quote, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. I am the great Oz.
0: Right. Like, the Wizard of Oz. Where he's like, no, that ain't Running the whole thing.
1: So, you know, it's funny because I first read this, um, and then delusions, another form of lying. But I first read the ways we lie in high school and it really resonated with me and since then I've always tried to be honest and probably not like upfront honest like hey this is this this isn't that but if you ask me something about it about anything I feel really
0: be as honest as you could
1: and me and my friend always joke that because he's the same way too he's like yeah I don't give a shit people ask me I'll tell them the truth and we came to the conclusion it's probably because we carry very little shame in our decisions I feel like shame uh, plays a lot into like lying. Where it's like,
0: interesting. hey,
1: I think I saw you with someone at dinner the other night. Was that you? Yeah. It's like, no. What if it's someone that you didn't want to be seen with? Right. Shame could cause you to lie. No. Like, and I feel like shame causes a lot of like. I
0: was with my wife at home. Yeah, you did not, right? you did not
1: see me there. You did not see me. But, like, I feel like shame causes a lot of people to tell white lies. Because I feel like that's how it always Mm. starts. You tell a white lie because you're ashamed of something that you might have done in your past. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like... Because this has happened to me in past relationships I guess right, like yeah, yeah. where you don't care when you ask a question and then they lie about it and you take it for face value because you don't expect them to lie mm-hmm. and then down the road you hear more facts and then you tell them and then they're like oh yeah and then you're like okay so now it's omission you didn't really lie but you left out this really key fact
0: Right. and then the
1: shitty part about it it's like I'm never mad about the situation like I don't care like what happened but uh. why lie why lie why lie it's
0: a shame it is I think <laughs> you pinned it down pretty well I never thought about it in that way right that's the, that's wild though. You, you, you're it didn't correct.
1: Really
0: we don't carry that many uh, that much shame in our decisions.
1: I really don't. Shout honestly. out to that quote.
0: I like that quote. That sounds like you're free, dude. It's my
1: quote. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah, for real. It's like Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. That's, <laughs> my, that's my quote.
0: It's <laughs> a good one. That's, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. So I feel like Damn. once you kind of let go of a lot of shame, that's it's like Fight Club, you know? Yeah, 100. Once you have nothing to lose you're free to do anything when tyler durden burns edward norton's apartment down, burns out, the whole thing down like, once you have nothing you can do when anything
0: edward norton burned his apartment down
1: well technically at the time it was brad pitt but oh no he did set his own apartment on fire you're right when he said his own
0: come on
1: oh, dog. sorry sorry come
0: on dog i really <laughs> i really love that movie when i was younger and then i got older and people started like pointing out things and i'm like Alright, I love the first part of that movie And then it gets really weird after like the, the, I love with, Fight Club With the cult like, aspect of it Yeah But yeah, I do love Fight Club so right? it's, a, it's a beautiful Chuck place Chuck Palahniuk
1: wrote Fight Club, the book
0: Yeah, the dude's intense
1: I fucking love him I just finished um his book
0: He's wild with It's it. called
1: um, it's, a, it's a book made of I've read three of his books this year mm-hmm. um, The first one was Snuff and it is so good it's about a porn star trying to bake a record um, to sleep with 600 men on camera and that's her last thing that she's going to do she's like this really well known porn star so Shout all these out. men are like signing up for this audition right. but the book follows three men Mr 72 Mr 147 and then Mr 600 so the chapters Wild. flip back and forth between, between their perspectives between their perspectives and what each one's Whoa. end game is and then another thing I just finished reading from Chuck Palahniuk is um, it's called uh, Make Something Up, Short Stories You Can Never Forget. And it's just a book of like 15 short stories that honestly I've read them all and each one of them just hit, I had to take a break between <laughs> each one of them and I mastered retelling like a few of the stories just by <laughs> practicing Shout with out. my co-workers,
0: Shout out. but
1: Chuck Palahniuk, Hey, uh, that that book sounds,
0: sounds wild. Have, did, you, did you hear the podcast he did with Joe Rogan?
1: Yeah, I did. That shit was crazy. I fucking loved it. I, I love Chuck Palahniuk. And you yeah. know what's really crazy? He's a Pisces.
0: Is he? Yes. Dude's insane.
1: So that's why I was like, you know what? If he's a Pisces and I'm a Pisces and I really enjoy all the insane shit he writes, that has to kind of like mean I fuck me. fuck
0: with it. I fuck yeah. with it. That, that That's wild.
1: But he's like the reason why like i kind of just feel like okay with like a lot of my decisions given a lot of his stuff is fiction so maybe i shouldn't kind of base my life on like weird uh, shit like that i but don't know about
0: that it comes from some kind of truth i mean that's the thing with like art right it's like art trying to tell the truth or something like that
1: yeah i had a um,
0: there's like a quote
1: that says people think that art imitates life but life actually imitates art that kind of makes I sense. i think
0: it's vice versa I think it's vice versa. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, 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 yeah, I think they feed into each other. That that, that it reminds me of. Um, have you ever heard the quote of the medium is the message?
1: Medium is a message. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shout out. That's an
1: interesting quote.
0: Yeah. Have you? Where? Where have you heard it before?
1: I saw it on a on a board.
0: Really. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Where was I? Was it at Pima maybe? It might have been that Pima, honestly.
0: Shout outs I to whoever it, like, had that on the board. It
1: was written like on the board recently.
0: Yeah. No, it's a pretty crazy I think it was concept. Last summer, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was, yeah.
0: Shout outs to whoever that was. But yeah. No, the medium is the message. It, it Marshall McLuhan was the one that who who uh, who uh, coined that term, and he 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 essentially talks about how we make a tool, but then that tool makes us. Yeah. In return. Which is why I feel like, it, like life imitates art, but art also imitates life, and it's vice like, yeah. it's, it it's a versa Yeah, it could go both ways. It's reciprocal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I, I find that to be re- really intense. His book is insane. At least I listened to the audiobook, and that shit's weird. What's it called? Um. His his book is actually called The Medium is the Massage.
1: Oh, okay. Which is
0: a typo, but he liked it and he kept it that way. Oh nice. Which I like is pretty that. funny. Yeah. I feel that. like
1: that's something I would do, but more <laughs> out of like laziness, like ah, don't fix it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it.
0: I think he liked it because of like just the whole his whole like um his whole thought process of it. He was like, This is this is funny. I like this. Like that's uh, cool. he found it to be punny. So Nice. So
1: You see, that kinda yeah. reminds me of Alon De book um, that I have, it's called R S Therapy. Interesting. so he breaks down the different ways that people use art as therapy mm-hmm. and not necessarily as like I'm gonna paint cause I feel bad but like mm. how going to specific art like exhibitions during specific moods mm. can really help as like can be, be really therapeutic
0: right. I see that I wonder I guess that's how, sort of what I was doing with my writing most of my writing I found to be I was explaining things to myself might be why I don't have anything to write about anymore i don't have anything to explain to myself anymore
1: that's funny i kind of have like a i don't want to say it's like a blog but it's like a little thing that it's just for me nobody really knows about it mm-hmm. but yeah it's kind of where i jot down just it's like really just scattered like Process. thoughts and like that's wild random shit that i kind of
0: what type of writing is like just like that do you do any like kind of like poems or something like that well
1: you want know to something funny you want to know it's kind of like i grew up on sex in the city <laughs> So a lot that. of it is very um, Carrie Bradshaw-esque, like very okay. like. I wonder how. You know, it's funny. that kind of tone. That's probably why Wild. I kind of like live <laughs> my r- romantic life the way I kind of do, just off the <laughs> shits, because I had Carrie Bradshaw as a really great role model. <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> that's, <She's> fantastic.
0: That's <laughs> funny. I saw maybe one episode of that Size nice of the City. I, I never, never dived in, dog.
1: It's so funny. It's like never the first. In few seasons one two and three uh-huh. are hilarious like yeah? it's really funny they it's just a bunch of like single girl encounters and then it gets deeper and like more messy and like of course. but but it's really good it's, as, you as, learn a as lot. it does with age yeah like <laughs> there's this one picture um i'll show you it but this is truly one of the best scenes in the whole series it's season is this sex four. in the city yeah oh you know who he is
0: I just seen this photo somewhere. He's
1: in um, I don't know where I signed seen he's this. He's in photo. Twin Peaks.
0: I don't know, Twin Peaks. Oh,
1: he's amazing. He's um, agent special agent Daniel Cooper. But basically yeah. Charlotte has always wanted like the first three seasons, she's like, I wanna get married. I wanna get married, I wanna get married. And she has this really specific, like so she used to read Home and Garden when she was um, a little girl. Mm-hmm. And Home and Garden, um, every month they would feature like a couple from either like New York or It was always actually in New York. They would show a couple in, like, their beautiful penthouse. And, like, it's the guy with the really good job and, like, his perfect stay-at-home wife. And so Charlotte grew up, like, reading Home and Garden Mm. and idolizing, like, these perfect couples. She would put on her mom's pearls and, like, she just really wanted a marriage. She had an image. Yeah, she had an image. This
0: is what I want.
1: So she finally marries, she meets this guy named Trey McDougall and his family is loaded sure. and he is like a surgeon mm-hmm. and he's super rich and everything's perfect and she's saving herself for like marriage i'm obviously not a virgin but she's like what well, this guy's different i want it to be special like we're not going to have sex till our wedding night and her friends are like what do you mean you're going to wait what if like what right. she's like no it's true love like this is it i'm going to do it right so the night before her wedding it's she sneaks into his house. Well, it's their house, but you know, traditionally, husband and wife don't spend the night before they're married together. Whatever, whatever. Right. So she's like super drunk. <laughs> like cause her, you roll your eyes. At yeah. That. It's, like, whatever, <laughs> but um, she's like super drunk, and because it was her brighter shower, bridal bright shower than yeah, the night yeah, before, yeah. or what's it called, bridesmaid party? I don't know.
0: Bachelor uh, that, party. Yeah, yeah, that, think thing. So? that thing. Yeah,
1: so she's like really drunk, and she's and her friends are like, "I still can't believe you haven't slept with him." And she's like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna go home." So she gets home like really drunk, and he's like, "Heck yeah, let's do it, it, right?" Well, he can't get it up,
0: Damn. and that's an actual problem he
1: has. <gasps> yeah, so. Right before she's about to walk down the aisle, she tells Carrie, dogs. she's like, he can't get it up. I can't get married. You can't
0: fuck, dog. So
1: she's like, <laughs> everyone's already walked down the aisle. They're just waiting for the bride. And Carrie's like, maybe he was just drunk too. Like, you know, trying to make her friend feel good because, like, mm,
0: you're literally you're about to, seconds
1: from walking down the aisle.
0: You're about to walk down the aisle.
1: So then, like, season three and four kind of go into Charlotte's marriage and, like, how, yeah, she has a one she has like a 2.5 carat tiffany diamond ring right in platinum which i worked in jewelry forever that's like easily like 30 grand
0: her penthouse
1: is like 1.2 million dollars um like she's really uh, extravagant life a lot
0: of like really expensive external lifestyle but
1: but everything inside is not really pretty so she goes out one night because she just needs to get away from Trey. Like they, they even separated uh, for a little bit. Husband. They're living, yeah. They're living separately for a little bit, uh-huh. and then she goes out and with one of her um, gay friends, and he's like, "Hey, this guy is like the chief and editor of Home and Garden." Oh wow! And then he's like, "Oh my God, you're married to Trey McDougal." Right. And he's all like, "Let me feature you on our next spread." So that's like her dream come true, right? Wow! Is being in Home and Garden. She tells Trey, like, hey, we're going to be in Home and Garden and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. The day before they're supposed to come, he tells her, he's like, I can't do this anymore. He's like, I thought I wanted marriage. I thought I wanted kids. He's like, because he's already older. He says this to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's like older than her. He's like, I just want to relax on the golf course. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't have a... She's like, but I wanted kids. And he's like, I know. You shouldn't have to sacrifice that. And he tells her, he's like, you can keep the house so then she's like
0: the dude gives her everything he's like peace yeah, out he's like, dog, he's, like he's like i'll
1: move back in with my mom
0: <laughs> so
1: the next day um, that's wild. she's like setting up the china Shout that they have the and the photographers are like fixing the arrangements on the table huh. and they're like oh beautiful china like where is this from and she's like oh that was our wedding china i guess that's a thing and Rich so people. she calls her friend over like the friend who set up the whole thing she's like hey Trey's not gonna do it and he's like what do you mean she's like Trey said he's not gonna he's not gonna take the pictures and he's like well fuck it you're the one who holds this house together he may be the surgeon but you're the one who really holds everything together uh-huh. so they're about to like get started and they're sitting there down, and down and she's like getting ready to take these pictures by herself and you could just see like the sad expression in her face uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they're like where's um, the photographer's like where's Trey and her friend's about to, like, answer for her. for her, yeah. And he's like, um, actually, it's just going to be. And then Trey comes in. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late. Am I here for the pictures? And then her friend's like, it's just going to be one minute. So then, like, she looks at Trey. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I know how important this is to you. He's like, so this is the least I can do for you. Nice. So, and, like, I forget the exact quote. But Carrie Bradshaw, like, reads it. And she's all like, so there was Charlotte. Becoming the, you know, couple that every little girl across the country is like fantasizing about So like her whole life she fantasized about the couples featured in Holman Garden that they had the perfect house, the perfect marriage So now she has the perfect house and she realizes it's not the perfect marriage And this is literally how the episode ends with their photo shoot and, Damn. and yeah and then like it ends up it's pretty Say, fucking
0: bittersweet
1: yeah it, she's like before the photographers had got their tray had already moved all his stuff out of like the house
0: wild so
1: like it was kind of interesting because someone who fantasized like marriage and like the perfect happy ending their whole life they finally technically got it but realized it's not level. what it's cracked What up it to wasn't be. It
0: cracked up to be just S- just imagine the surface level never the never the real real part of it
1: yeah and like for tv purposes they get divorced so she could keep going on with their single friends and stuff but imagine the people who just don't <laughs> get divorced they stay stuck in like up to lie the fuck hey yeah types of lies the fuck false that. thing you pull up
0: i wouldn't want to stay in something like that
1: isn't that terrifying that's like one of my biggest fears and like this is really funny um so when I was living in Massachusetts, um, mm-hmm. I really like the show Ally McBeal. It's a show from the 90s. It's a single lawyer living in Boston, and mm-hmm. she's like it's kind of like Sex and the City, but just a little more longer episodes and a little more serious, um, mm-hmm. less like fun and like partying than Sex and the City. Yeah. But um, in Ally McBeal versus Sex in the City, Sex and the City, Carrie ends up with Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Ally McBeal actually ends up single, and she ends up adopting a daughter so like because she always wanted to be like a mom and like that was her big thing she was a kid i always wanted to be a mom but she ends up being like single wow so i always joke and say it's not really a joke but i always just kind (laughs) of say like one of my biggest fears is ending up with someone (laughs) and not even like with someone bad or like because i feel like it kind of just Just like,
0: like settling in
1: yeah everyone likes everyone it's crazy a lot of people just kind of like settle like i guess this is what we do and i feel like we're kind of like the first generation that's realizing that like marriage is like an institution right and like it's kind of tough because we're all kind of like the blind leading the blind because we have like the baby boomers telling us oh you guys don't value marriage you don't value blah 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 and it's like we do value marriage but can you really do you want me to value your marriage like you lived with an abusive man for all these years but because for a woman That was all that was left Was getting married Like Yeah No so That's kind of terrifying Just like ending up like With a person Just
0: with somebody Yeah I feel c- that
1: Closing out options And not necessarily like Cause someone better Might come along Or anything like that But I feel like It just really creates A lot of complacency Like 100% Like
0: you but become that's like, Very
1: comfortable Yeah It's yeah, like yeah. that old joke Where like Oh um
0: That's like the main thing Of a relationship though It's like it's It's to bring comfort And comfort always Brings complacency
1: yeah, always. Always. if you're not uncomfortable, you're...
0: So you got to have, like... It, it, this is something even I've been thinking about, is, like, how do we avoid that complacency that comes with a comfortable relationship? You
1: don't move in together. I think that's what it is. Keeping you don't sp- move in together. You keep your separate spaces.
0: Wild. You, Absolutely. Think, that, you think that's what keeps it?
1: Yeah. Because um, huh. the last relationship I was I in... Feel that. I I kind of got asked, like, should we live together? And I was like, yeah, I guess... And then that kind of gave me a lot of anxiety and I think that's what forced me into like the breakup cuz I'm like you know what, no like I, my I, d- I don't want to spend I, I don't want c- And it's funny cuz in Sex and the wow. City Carrie Bradshaw is almost about to get married to Aiden huh. and he moves in with her and she goes to tell her friends she's like I miss when I would come home to silence she goes, I could just put my bag down and just, Dog. like, breathe. And it's funny because <laughs> the episode starts with her unlocking her door. And the first thing he tells I her, is like, that. hey, how you doing? How was your day? Who would you see? What would you do? Shut and she's up. like, what? And he's like, Shut up. he's so excited to be living with her. And she's just like, mm. I need, like, five minutes. And I think that's, Damn. I actually know a few couples who that's have been wild. together for, uh, I know one couple who's been together for five years and they live separate. They obviously spend the night every so like you know yeah, each other's course. houses but they have their separate uh, places that
0: sounds so nice right <laughs> ideal right sounds so great uh i've had wild. the
1: i've been very fortunate that i've been able to meet a lot of different people mm-hmm. and since i've been putting out these couple podcasts um i've actually met two people who are in open committed relationships and they've been in those relationships for one of them has been in it for seven years the wow. other one over 10 years
0: Wow! and
1: like they just said and you know it's crazy one of them just moved they moved in together only after they got married but they have a three bedroom so they uh-huh. have like their bedroom and then they each and not that they don't have beds in the other ones but they have like their own, their own space room. and like yeah their own yeah so yeah. they like, kind of get away from 100% and I have one friend that's like you see that just proves that every relationship is about compromise and I feel like compromise is kind of like a negative connotation because uh-huh. it's like you're almost like you're being forced into something But I feel like there's a difference between learning to live with someone and how they are versus compromising aspects of you in order to live with someone.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. For sure. That's crazy. So what, a, what a crazy perspective you got I yeah respect it. it's
1: all over the place and like it's funny because like it. back to like the cheating thing most uh, people when you like tell a partner i'm okay if you cheat the first thing that comes to their mind is why do you want to do it are you going to be doing it what mm-hmm. are you doing it's like no
0: I'm people not are necess- paranoid
1: yeah it's like i'm not necessarily doing it but like i understand
0: it's like i get your human dog yeah i'm giving you leeway chill out it's
1: like Kanye says. There's no sin as long as there's permission. I'm just kidding.
0: Wild. No, but just uh, I don't like Kanye that guy. on here. No, I know. <laughs>
1: but that's from like 2010. So that's like uh, the, anything newer than that. I mean, and count me out. He's always but. been an interesting
0: character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny.
1: But only wow. because, like, um, yeah, I don't know. But actually, that kind of brings up a funny question a debate that we were having uh, uh-huh. at work. Have you seen the movie Midsummer? Midsommar. No I haven't
0: actually Super good I won't no, really talk about it I've been, I've been it, but curious to see it But I haven't Really good uh, Seen it.
1: Really 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 good Okay But um, Basically the question that came up at work was Would you rather have Two bad days back to back Or one really horrific day And then that led to the discussion of Okay Let's say you're planning on breaking up with someone And then like Their mom dies Do you go through with F- the breakup right and that's how we were like all like so if you stay with them through the grieving process now it's like shit you dog. grieve with me through this whole ch- thing but then it's like if you break uh, right like what would you do like it's kind of
0: it's uh, fuck
1: right it's a put to you like in a tough <laughs> so one because like bad. are you gonna do them more of like a disservice by staying
0: dog i'm gonna fuck up your day <laughs>
1: Uh, that's that's what me and my, one of my coworkers were saying. We're like, no, well, I think I would just like tell them, hey, look, I know it's a bad time. I
0: know it's a bad, but time, but I'm gonna end up hating you if I don't do this,
1: and you're gonna end up you hating me if this. like I don't do this.
0: Uh, nobody's like re- that's hard. Even, that's a hard situation even right? for me. Like that shit's like, because uh, you gotta like momentarily be an asshole, and right? and to them you might forever be an asshole
1: which brings me to this other quote where it's like why is it that the person who rejects love is automatically seen as the asshole so like in a breakup the person who does the breaking up is always seen as the bad guy even if their intentions behind it were like noble or like
0: real like you know like honest and sincere
1: and you know it's funny like they no longer feel this way so now they're seen as a bad guy because their feelings changed. yeah so like that's what I've that always is, thought was that is
0: a narrative that right a, that the is person who rejects narrative. love
1: is always seen as a bad no one's ever like good for you from walking away from that relationship and chasing what you deserve They're Always I like, am you're an asshole I always tell them that for leaving that person <laughs> because they couldn't pay their rent this month and fucking
0: like, well, good job dog <laughs> See, good job too. Like, get out to of it both people I'm like good job one of them's bawling good fucking for you it'll dog. be better for you I promise <laughs> you'll be okay there's plenty of people that want to fuck exactly (laughs) you'll be be fine fine.
1: (laughs) but like most people are romantics and they're like oh you love them and they didn't return the love the
0: funny thing is i'm like i feel like i i was romantic but then i'm like realizing that i'm not and it's a weird process realizing that you're not when you thought you were for most of your life
1: you know it's funny i'm kind of feeling like I might be the opposite Because for most of my life I haven't really believed In romanticism Wow And like A part of me is like I still don't believe in it But I still live a lot of my life As if like as I kind of does? do believe in like that.
0: Wow. Um, so I, don't I s- know. see I feel that too. That's like that's I, I, I have I still have those residuals still.
1: And it's only because it has been drilled in our head 100%. for like our whole life. 100%. Our whole life we've seen nothing but like traditional yeah. marriages or like
0: Just traditional relationships.
1: Traditional relationships that like but And you know it's fucked up because open relationships and things like that have always existed, but yeah. for some reason.
0: They were more taboo.
1: There, yeah, they were like seen which as was not taboo talked about, like not
0: explored, not 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 deliberated. Or
1: and like put it this way, uh, when we were growing up, when they would talk about like the '60s and stuff, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, they were a bunch of hippies who were like all about free love and like all this other stuff." You really look into it, like cool. yeah, they ha- got it right. They were trusting. They were open. They mm-hmm. were honest. They went in and out with partners like they had several partners they shared partners like
0: no protection
1: and so many people the crazy. boomers always painted that as like oh my god like
0: what's like it was like it was such a good counter reaction they're like what the hell are you guys doing they're so blasphemous to the culture that existed at the time yeah it's just like what wait what no there's established rules of this game how are you not playing the game like this
1: yeah so that's
0: really jarring to people
1: it really it's is It's very Almost jarring
0: like to people it's like forcing somebody to take like mushrooms and like having them just to sit there with it, not explaining what's going on or nothing like that.
1: yeah, something like that <laughs> And it's funny because like I know a lot of um, young couples who are like already married and have like that full life and stuff and I'm just like, how do you live your life like that?
0: And some people are actually pretty satisfied with this I, I have a friend who, who who's already uh, who's already uh, proposed like who's ready what who's already proposed like I have a close homie who's proposed to their, their, their significant other. Their fiancés, like, they're all about it. They're all about it. Disgust the hell out of me, but they're all see, about it. You
1: so weird. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to, like, jump in. I'm like, because that's your friend. But, like, isn't that, like, <laughs> no, so
0: I tell strange. them, I'm like, dog, this is such a trip. But you love, like, I see the relationship. They're great for one another. Like it's like it's 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 real See, shit. I feel
1: like that's really rare. Too. It's real
0: shit, and I'm just like, this is fantastic, dog. But you gross the fuck out.
1: Yeah. Me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate PDA. Or like. Uh, oh my god. And it's not
0: even PDA. It's just like they're so mushy and with like, one another. Exactly. It doesn't it's have like, to be them like dog, kissing and stuff. It's
1: like, why are you stop. being a couple in public? Stop. stop. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. You're I making me uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I feel that 100. percent. It's just a funny interaction, and they're just like they'll be great
1: yeah but then there's like most great. couples who like for it happens all the time like at the at the theater at the bank mm. things like that um mm-hmm. where for some reason um i've noticed the young couples like i give really great customer service i'm just a pretty i've done it forever but there's times where, like that. you could see like the significant other like being like they change and i'm like i don't want your man like why does every girl think that like someone being nice is like them wanting like and i it's don't know maybe
0: that's how they flirt
1: maybe and that's what i'm saying maybe but i'm like, so, like if you they're, feel they're nice so, to into- so. and then like but then there's couples that like, i would help nice? right and then there's couples that i would like help mm-hmm. and like the exact same way and then the partners like totally like responsive like, oh, blah, 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 like like right. you could tell like what and i'm like if you feel this like insecure and like a business place with a business employee like talking in a friendly manner how insecure are your, are you yeah like how what's going on here don't look it's at me look thing. at the, look at yourself put a mirror up it's what's a whole going thing. on here
0: people don't do that people should do that but people don't do that and yeah. it's like it's, holding it's,
1: it's a mirror to your face it, is very difficult for people
0: very difficult Cause especially it,
1: for me cuz with it, these bangs honestly it falls,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it falls down to the the people not people being romantic and not actually living in re- reality yeah it's a whole thing
1: it's a whole thing it's fucked up don't get married hiding
0: <laughs> i don't know about that Kidding. do what you want guys i gotta cut you off though
1: no you're fine I, about, you don't cut me off. Here. <laughs> I will talk forever i
0: feel this homie i'm down for it but uh, we gotta go thank you sounds
1: good thank you thank
0: you this is was a fun combo <laughs> i really enjoyed it this show was great yeah. <laughs> uh, another uh, problem um no before you leave oh, let them know where they can Thanks. find you
1: oh yeah so um right now it's on soundcloud it's um halfway hustling Shout-outs. Um, that's also my twitter but my instagram is heidi ruling deep Hopefully, within, like, the next two weeks or so, I'll have, like, my shit on iTunes. So, we'll see. We'll work on that. But, yeah, it's halfway hustling.
0: Boom. There you go, guys. I everything halfway. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I don't know about that, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's was great. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? I thought it was an interesting conversation. It was all over the place, and, but really interesting. I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know where I was going to go. And um, I was cool with that. I was cool with that. Shout out to Heidi. Go follow them. Go follow them everywhere. On everywhere. Um, Their Twitter is Halfway Hustlin'. Like their podcast. Their Insta is Heidi Rolling In Deep. Okay? Okay. Go follow them. They're great. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Go subscribe to my mailing list. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a note. Comment leave me a review, give me a star, give me one star, and just shit all over it, how about this, how about this, give me five stars, and say it's the worst thing you've ever heard, both those things, make a negative comment, but full stars, that'd be great, I love that, <laughs> please, that'd be great, <laughs> I like that thought, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> um, and just to reiterate, the announcements, um, first thing, Cloud Tectonics. It's a play. If you haven't che- if you haven't seen it or seen it around in your on like social medias, you should go watch it. I thought it was fantastic, personally. It's a, at the Scoundrel and Scamp. It's like at the Historic Y. Every weekend, it, it's great. It's worth your time. Trust me. Um, another thing that's happening. I believe this is what it's called. It's essentially a rave. I believe it's called Club Erotica. Um, December 7th, doors at 6.30. I know Ray and Spiritual are performing, some other people are performing. Uh, to get the location, because this is, a uh, is very exclusive, uh, contact Pondi on Instagram, P-O-N-D-I, if you're interested. It, it looks like a lot of fun. I wish I could go, but I have plans, so I won't be able to go. On a little further note, keep a lookout for December 14th, a lot of things happening. The Sagittarius reading, uh, open mic, poems, share if you would like, come by if you're interested. Um, That one, this one's going to be at a a special location. So also DM the reading series on Instagram to find out where it's at. And also the same day. This is perfect, right? So you can go get some poems in, enjoy some, some, some community. And right after that, go to Hotel Congress, the KXCI studio right there. And it's the Sonora Room finale, hosted by KP. Shout out to KP. All right, guys? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys have fun for the next two weeks. I'll see you later. I love you. I care for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'ma play you out with smoking mangoes by DJ Q. Hmm. Where'd you come up with these names, dog? when I don't know. No, no. <laughs>